You are a seeker of better health, change, clarity. You yearn to feel peaceful, fulfilled, vibrantly healthy. You can feel lost in the chaos, the busyness, the feeling that there's just something missing from life. You are ready for a change. Welcome to Moondance Wellness Coaching. I'm your host and coach, Angela Kiddock. I've been on a journey through disease and health that's led me to find deeper meaning and greater fulfillment in life. Taking an expanded view of the word health, let's examine our personal growth, spirituality, our emotions and stress, exploring what it means to embody wellness in today's world. Hello and May greetings, friends. Okay, yes, it is the last day of the month, but I can still say that, right? What a month it's been. I have much to share with you. And as we look around us, we see Mother Nature has much to share with us as well as she's suddenly blossomed into her grandest show. For me, it feels extremely sudden as I left Minnesota on May 11th and returned 16 days later to a completely transformed landscape. And as we know by now, whatever is going on around us in nature speaks to what is occurring within us as well. And late spring is the season of abundance. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to truly feel the joyful abundance of your own life, because sometimes it just doesn't quite feel that way, does it? Plus, I have another podcast episode that I really want you to listen to. Last month, I joined well-connected Twin Cities founders Lily and Alex on their podcast that aims to introduce the Twin Cities community to local wellness practitioners. We cover a lot of good stuff in that episode, such as how personality typing was the missing piece in my healing journey with Crohn's disease, what I always want to know about my clients, the key questions to ask to anticipate whether the body will manifest in health or disease, what is shamanic energy healing and how does that fit in with coaching, why I don't use personality tests, what it's like to go through the multi-hour process of personality typing, how modern neuroscience is proving personality type theory, how personality types are related to the spiritual soul realm, the car model of personality typing, and personality typing and relationships. This episode focuses on the kind of personality typing that I specialize in and how this became the missing piece in my own healing journey. This is why I'm so passionate about this and why I want you to understand your own type as well. It can be extremely impactful to know this information about yourself. Prior to the episode, I spent about three hours with each of the hosts doing a full personality profile on each of them. They both also share about how that process was for them, what they learned about themselves, and how understanding each other's different brain wiring has been positively impacting their working relationship. At the very end, we talk briefly about how personality typing can also be used in a group setting, as later that month I headed off to Colorado to partner with a friend of mine for a series of personality-focused workshops with a local company there. Applying the tool of personality types to a whole company was an extremely awesome experience, with a profound impact for each of the individuals as well as the company as a whole. I know more companies could benefit from this kind of deep personal and interpersonal understanding of both self and coworkers as well as building a solid foundation of trust and healthy conflict resolution. We often spend more time with our coworkers than our actual family, right? So it's imperative to our well-being that our workplace is a place where we feel truly supported and understood, a place where we're able to fulfill a role that utilizes our unique gifts, 
not just a place we show up to for a paycheck, fit ourselves into a role that may not actually be right for us, and count the days until retirement. That's an extremely outdated script that it's time to throw out. I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes of this episode, so that once you're done listening here, you can head on over there and check that out as well. I hope you'll give that episode a listen and reflect on the ways that personality typing could benefit your own personal journey of growth and healing, or how it could have an impact within your workplace. And then reach out and let's chat about how we can make that happen. And yet, even with all the goodness to share this month, it's ironic that the main newsletter almost didn't happen at all, due to the unforeseen circumstance of being quote-unquote stuck in the Dominican Republic for an extra week. Yes, after 10 glorious days, we arrived at the airport, took the mandatory COVID test, and found out we couldn't leave as the hubs test came back positive. So utilizing all of my best personal growth tactics, I was super resistant to what was happening, openly annoyed with the woman delivering the news, and generally overwhelmed and mildly panicked. Meanwhile, the hubs, who was feeling fine, by the way, was quite calm. Like he compared it to later, he was like the guy in the movie Office Space, after he gets accidentally permanently hypnotized into a blissful state when the therapist dies in the middle of the session. Yes, he arrived at the silver lining in the situation faster than I did this time. I was already in the future, having shifted my perspective to one where I was ready to return home and feeling excited for my soft, soft bed. But the situation in front of me suddenly required a new perspective shift. And although being able to shift perspectives with ease is a strength of the way my personality type is wired, this doesn't always happen instantaneously. But after the initial shock wore off and I reconstructed my vision of the future, where I'm typically already existing, I was able to make sense of the present, where we're, you know, supposed to be living. So we sat down in the airport with all of our belongings piled around us and started the search for new accommodations. Having stayed at an Airbnb that was already booked out, we had nowhere we could return to and were turned loose to start fresh. In the end, it ended up being amazing. How can you be mad about an extra week of glorious beach vacation vibes? And I still got this May episode out just under the wire. So yes, happy last day of May. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I hope you had some time off to enjoy something that makes your soul happy or to do nothing at all. Happy new moon yesterday as well. And happy anniversary to Moondance. That's right, Moondance Wellness Coaching turned four years old this past Sunday, May 29th. It's been a wild journey, and as much as I'd like to think I'm the one growing the business, sometimes I think its purpose is just to grow me. Thank you for being a part of this journey. Soul embodiment and gratitude, the path to feeling joyfully abundant. So Mother Nature has fully awakened, winter is a distant memory, and suddenly spring is truly here, just in time for summer. That's a little Minnesota humor about our depressing and short spring season. Although we like to squeeze as much summer out of the season as we can, summer won't officially begin until June 21st, so we get to bask in spring a little bit longer, and late spring is all about abundance. This is the time of full manifestation, happening around us, as well as within our own lives, based on what we began earlier in the year. Maybe you set some intentions with the new year way back in January, or maybe you planted some dream seedlings in the early spring, and now you're starting to see those seeds beginning to sprout. Or maybe you didn't, and that's feeling startlingly clear now too. 
the true essence of our own lives becomes a bit clearer and more evident in this season of abundance. What is it that we are actually growing in our own lives? What are we creating an abundance of? Flowers? Or weeds? Joy? Or dissatisfaction? What's going on when the world is awash in springtime abundance, but you're just not feeling it in your own life? It might be a reality check about how you're living your life and how out of alignment you might be with the messages of your soul. To truly bask in abundance, joy, and a feeling of manifesting our true purpose, we have to live in alignment with our soul. Otherwise, we are forever just left or right of center, forever longing for some feeling of completeness, wholeness, fullness that remains just out of reach. Forever rushing forward, but going where and why? For what? We can stay aligned with our soul by using our inner compass, our intuition. When we're following our intuition, we are always on the path of our soul. No matter what is happening in our lives and whether we deem it to be good or bad, we always know it's exactly where we are meant to be. Instead of flailing about on the winds of change, we find a sense of groundedness capable of carrying us through any storm. We can weather whatever is thrown at us when we know it is exactly what we are meant to be experiencing. Because even those experiences we deem as bad help to grow our soul. We don't resist what is happening. We don't get stuck in a chapter. We allow it to transform us and carry us forth to the next chapter. We essentially put our soul in the body. We embody the soul instead of forever chasing after its desires. And we live our lessons right now in this moment, and then we move forward to the next page. Doing life right doesn't always look like flawless success and being completely unscathed. When we think that's what it's supposed to look like, we trap ourselves in a prison of our own making, forever at odds with what is really happening in our own lives. But what if that too was perfect? The storm, the hardship, the pain, Life is meant to have difficulties and pain that grow us, expand us, crack open our hearts, but we don't have to suffer. Feel? Yes. Suffer? No. We don't suffer when we know we're exactly where we're meant to be. And how do we know? We listen to the voice of our soul. And though our minds may feel confused at times, this still small voice within will never lead us astray. So how do we start listening to our intuition? Number one, slow down. Move from chronic fight or flight to the parasympathetic mode where you can actually hear it. It's quite challenging to access our intuition when we're stressed, and many of us live our lives in a chronic low-grade fight or flight state. Physically slow yourself down, breathe deeply in and out of the belly, and allow yourself to shift into rest and digest mode where your intuition lives. Number two, learn how your style of intuition shows up. How does it sound or feel? Where and how does it show up? Do you hear it, know it, feel it, see it? Do you receive physical cues in your body? When you're weighing if a decision or an idea is right for you, does it feel heavy or light? Do you experience shivers or chills, a gut feeling, 
a sense of warmth in the solar plexus? Or do you tend to just know something, but you're not sure how? Do your dreams seem to be sending you messages about your life? Do you see clear visions of the future? Do you hear a voice, no, you're not crazy, that almost sounds like your own? We don't all experience our intuition in the same way. So get familiar with your particular brand and the unique way that your soul is sending you messages. And number three, trust it. That's the hard part, right? Because there's so many barriers to trusting that inner soul knowing. We'll cover a list in just a moment. But the more you trust your intuition, the easier it will become to hear, see, know, or feel it. And the harder it will get to disregard it. The barriers to trusting our intuition. Think about which of these you resonate with. I categorized these by the eight personality type cognitive functions. If you listen to that other podcast episode that I mentioned earlier about personality types, you'll get a brief intro into the world of cognitive functions. I'll put that link in the show notes again. And if you're curious to learn more about how your brain is wired, be sure to contact me to schedule a personality profiling session. You can contact me at my website or directly at Angela at MoondanceCoaching.com. The barriers. Number one, the introverted thinking mental process says it doesn't make logical sense. Number two, extroverted thinking says it doesn't seem like the effective path or it won't make money, so we think. Number three, introverted feeling says... I can't hear it under a full bucket of emotional murkiness, or it's hard to decipher it from other strong feelings like fear. Number four, extroverted feeling says, I think people will judge me for making that choice. I'm afraid what others will think, afraid to disappoint others. Number five, introverted intuition says, it doesn't lay out the whole path, because sometimes we receive insights as needed, step by step. Number six, extroverted intuition says, I don't believe the answer could be that simple. It must be overanalyzed to be right or true. Number seven, introverted sensing says, it's unconventional. It isn't the safe or known path. Number eight, extroverted sensing says, listening to it might mean that I can't have what I think I want right now. Moving beyond the barriers. Number one, Start small. Start small and build up your ability to trust your intuition. Make low-stakes decisions first, where it doesn't matter if you're quote-unquote wrong, like which coffee mug to use in the morning, which tea to drink, what outfit to wear for the day, what color shoes to wear, which movie to watch, what to make for dinner, etc. It sounds silly, but it's the best way to start, and it's fun. Choose one of those categories to practice with for a whole week and practice by going with your first flash of insight. Eventually practice making bigger and bigger decisions from this place, but start small to build up your confidence. Then number two, keep going. Notice how those barriers we just covered will keep popping up and trying to override your intuitive knowing, but don't let them. That's why it's important to start small. When you've been wearing blue all your life and you suddenly decide, I'm going to wear bold red today, and then your brain pops in and says, how illogical, what will people think? It's a lot easier to say, ah, who cares about that? I'm going to do it anyway because it makes me feel good. 
Versus if your first foray into trusting your intuition is something much bigger, like quitting your job or moving across the country, you'll find it much harder to stand strong in the face of all those barriers that try to pop in and squash your great idea. Build up the muscle by keeping at it. The more you listen to it, the louder it gets. And number three, accountability and support. Reach out for accountability and support. A coach or a trusted friend who can help your mind release the fear it has in listening to a new source of wisdom. Remember, the mind is intelligent, but the soul is wise. And finally, that last ingredient to staying joyfully connected to the abundance in your life, gratitude. Gratitude for all the abundant beauty that surrounds us at this time of the year. Gratitude for the good that is currently blossoming in your own life. Gratitude for the good that is not yet here, but on its way to you now. Here's to the abundance and beauty of springtime. Use these last few weeks of spring to start practicing building up that muscle of intuition, connecting to your soulful inner wisdom, and feeling into the joyful abundance of your life. After this episode, be sure to head on over to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast, episode 64 with Angela Kiddock, personality typing for growth and relationships. We cover a ton of fun stuff in this episode that I would love to share with you. I'll put links in the show notes so you can listen on both iTunes and Spotify. After listening there, reach out and let me know if you'd like assistance in figuring out how to apply personality typing to your own life or workplace. For more info on personal growth and wellness coaching, visit moondancecoaching.com. Set up your free intro call or find an upcoming class or event.